Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's 99.9 KISW. Metal Shop is is the name of the show. And uh, last week we actually played a band called Leveled. And now I got in contact with this band. Uh, they're a band that's probably as far away from Seattle, Washington as you can be. A, a southern Florida kind of metalcore metal band called Leveled. How's it going, guys? Hey, Kev. What's hey, Kevin. How's it going? Pretty good, man. So I got Xavier on the phone as well as Chad. Uh, Chad, uh, what's your last name? Kishik. All right. And Xavier Vacuna, vocalist and guitarist from the band. First off, welcome to Metal Shop. Uh, what are you guys up to right now? I know it's around like almost 10 p.m. over on the on the East Coast. You guys getting ready to go to bed? Yeah, yeah I think it's about that time, right, Chad? Uh, yeah, that's a hard yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, guys. Well, uh, the record dropped, I believe, in around November, and this is the first time, first record from Leveled. Uh, tell me a little bit about the history of Leveled and um, how you guys all met up, and and uh, you know how the seeds get uh, planted for this project. You want to take this one, Chad? Yeah, sure. So um, I had a, song, a few songs just kicking around uh, that I had written and recorded. I hadn't done something for about a year or so, and. Mm-hmm gotten talks with uh, someone I'd played in tons of bands for, Jared, who's our sampler, uh, plays guitar as well. Yeah. And uh, he really dug the songs, and, and we kind of just went from there. And then uh, I was literally on a plane one day. I, I traveled a lot for work back then and uh, trying to think, like, who, you know, we could get to sing. And I don't know how it didn't come to me before. And uh, Xavier and I had been friends for years before that. But uh, his old band just, like, came up on shuffle and it just like hit me like i woke up i was like half asleep on a plane got off the phone like right after that like texted him hit him up sent him the songs and he was all about it and kind of took off from there and then uh we just kind of worked towards uh getting that record done and kind of kept it in house kept it quiet yeah and then just kind of put it up online and started playing shows off of that so uh yeah i mean we're all friends and you know uh we, everyone in the band has played together or has uh recently or you know years back so um yeah, it's it's been real awesome. That's that's rad. So Xavier, you were singing for a band called Forty Winters. Is that project officially done, or are you guys still go uh, hanging out and playing music, or are you just leveled it, right now? So my focus right now is on leveled. Okay, a hundred percent. I love all my bandmates in Forty Winters. We're not officially broken up, but it's uh, it's kind of like it takes two to tango, but it takes like three or four. So sure. yeah, we're all kind of doing our different things and. Uh, Jeff's busy with uh, his other band, and Scott's doing the school thing, and yeah, I'm just I'm focused on leveled, and I'm I'm 100 happy, you know. So well, that's a thing, man. And when you when you were doing 40 winters, I remember you you would do these like gnarly tours, and you guys seemed to play a lot and really hit the road hard. And uh, just some of those pictures, I remember you guys were gaining a ton of momentum. Are you kind of just trying to transfer that all that energy over to leveled? Uh, yeah, in a perfect world, you know. Um, and in a sense, uh, we're very fortunate that a good amount of the opportunities that would have been uh, allotted to 40 are now kind of in Leveled's court. And like I said, um, with 40, it's just kind of everybody's just doing their thing, you know. Yeah, and for sure. Leveled, it's a lot. It's a lot more cohesive. And uh, like Chad said, we've been friends for 
you know, a decade plus. So it's it's super natural, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and uh, yeah, it's it's fulfilling. You know, like you said, um, yeah, forty was traveling a lot, and uh, you know, I, I definitely needed something in my life. So it's and ironically, now that I think about it, I think I ran into Chad at like an MLW show. Nice, down here. hell yeah, yeah. the pro wrestling yeah. connection. Yeah, and you know, Chad and I are definitely uh, the wrestling fans of the group. So yeah, we bumped into each other at MLW, and literally the next day, it was just like, hey, you know, nice seeing you. What are you doing? And uh, instant goosebumps because I, I kind of knew what was coming. Like I was like, oh, you know, and yeah, we're very. Uh, I'm happy, you know. And and Xavier and I have a connection because we're part of like a, a Facebook wrestling group, and we've actually never even met face to face, I believe. And and uh, you know, we've been friends on Facebook forever. So, yeah, it's it's a small world, man. Yeah, I've been to Seattle a few times with Forty, and uh, unfortunately, we never got to hang out. But you know, maybe. Uh, Maybe level to be out there sometime. Yeah, I kind of teased that on on a blog post. I, I, what do you think? Uh, you guys going to be doing any planning, uh, uh, any any big touring, or are you guys kind of sticking regional at this point? Yeah, I really. I mean, <clears throat> I think a lot of, of what our kind of original focus was is that you know uh, Jared obviously uh, or Xavier obviously with forty, but uh, a bunch of us, all of us in the band, uh, in one band or another, uh, have done extensive touring, you know, nice. throughout our lives and have kind of done the whole thing, right? So. Uh, you know, we're definitely more, we're older now and we're definitely more uh, secure where we are at home. Um, but, you know, it, it, obviously it's it's the name of the game and you got to kind of got to get out there and you can have the best stuff out there. But if you're not putting yourself in front of people, it, it kind of doesn't matter. You know, that, that's, that's the name of the game and everything. So uh, there's part of that that we're trying to be strategic about because we're all sort of, we're all busy doing other things yeah. and, and trying to take, uh, take it as it goes so definitely we'd love to but it's got to be right time right place and and, you know we're trying to be strategic with it so it's been a little slow recently here but we're we're trying to pick things up and and get on some uh some stuff that'll that'll push us a little further out well with the reach of the internet and the reach of spotify and streaming and stuff you can really just get your music out there and then um you know it's it's a different world out there now like you can tour smarter and you don't have to necessarily tour harder you can do be strategic about it and um you know you can do these like you know small tours or you know some fly out dates or whatever you you do but um in your opinion since you guys have been in the music scene for a while and probably growing up through like having to really really just stick stick in the van and and play these small clubs and maybe kind of be disappointed a bit but uh how has touring changed since like the early 2010s and and whatnot to to today has that been a shift drastic in my opinion i think it yeah i think it's extremely different like you said um yeah when we were kids you know we would tour for seven weeks um and you know you would book it on a myspace or or, you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it was super just grassroots and then as you know i'll speak for myself as i got older i was like wow like you don't need to tour for seven weeks like you could tour for two weeks and that would be a great tour you know, and yeah. it's just, yeah, 100% different. Like you said, it's like streaming, uh, it's all content, man. People can hear it. And yeah, you, I don't think you need to be out for seven weeks anymore. You know, that's how I look at it. That kind of sounds like yeah, hell to me, honestly. <laughs> seven weeks? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I don't know. I've never done it, but I would, I would really be fiending for my own bed at that point. Yeah, yeah definitely. A lot of it for us, I think, too, is, is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's specific to us is being in South Florida. I mean, it creates a real big, uh, a real big issue when you're trying to get out there. You know, you live somewhere 
where you can go in every direction two, three hours, and it makes it easier to start that base where you're starting to branch out. Oh, yeah. Here, you know, we can go three, four hours north and get to some major cities, but to really hit it, you got to hit seven, eight hours just to get out of the state. So uh, not leaning on that, but I mean, growing up, we used to, in other bands that, like like I said, uh, Jared and I have been in bands for, for years. We used to hit weekends where we'd literally play a show in Philly on a Saturday, hit like South Carolina on a Sunday, and be back at work on Monday. Uh, but those, you know, we'd make straight drives there for 17, 18 hours, and that was the only way to kind of do it. And it still is like that now, you know, and, and we're trying to get some of those things going uh, but but it, it creates a you know it's it's a bit of a disadvantage being so far disconnected from the rest of the world and and I think a lot of that uh, really shaped my view of touring also because growing up when I was younger it's just the scene down here is what it was and I didn't have that access to other places and when we got out and saw all these other scenes that just felt more uh, secure and oh, they're yeah. much more they're, they're much more lively uh, it, it, it it's like a whole new world right so. Uh, but you you get those pockets everywhere where it's kind of a bummer. You're driving eight hours to play to ten people, but that's it's the name of the game, man. And 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 you know it's 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 part of the fun, to be honest. So. And and you know with the the crappiness of that comes like you know you guys are from Florida, which is rich in musical history, and now kind of transitioning over this. I gotta ask like a music nerd question, man. Like, uh, you know, you guys are from such a place that has such a rich history in both hardcore and metal. Um, you know, we're thinking about bands like Strong Armor, Shy Halud. Uh, you think about like Floridian death metal, like Deicide, Morbid Angel, and then you know a lot of hardcore coming from uh, the Florida area now, like Three Knee Deep and Day by Day and stuff. Uh, what are some of your favorite Floridian like bands of all time, whether it be hardcore metal, what would you say? And, and you guys can go back and forth. Some of your favorite Florida metal bands and hardcore bands of all time. Oh wow, Cannibal Corpse definitely is up there for me. Oh yeah, it's a personal a Tampa death metal thing. Now, now it's like I'm on the spot. I'm like, what are all Florida bands? Uh, Remember Never was great. Yeah, so good. One of my big ones is Cynic. Uh, they were like, an, I'm not sure if you're familiar with yeah. them. Yeah, R.I.P. Sean Reiner. Yes, 100. percent I think, and and it's it's awesome to kind of see a lot of uh, that band getting brought up in the last couple of years mm-hmm. uh, by some of these progressive bands, just because for me it was always just like, why does nobody talk about this band? You know. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, they they were huge to me, and de- definitely Strong Arms, Strong Arms, were like massive to me growing up. Um, so yeah. That that'd be the collection for me for sure. Right on. Well, uh, let's let's talk a little bit more about like kind of some of your influences, some of your favorites. Uh, uh, Xavier, let's start with you, man. Going back to uh, you know to even if it's embarrassing, I need to know, man. What was the first CD, tape, vinyl, the first piece of music that you actually purchased with your own money, not given to you by a cooler older brother or your grandparents? What was the first piece of music that you went to like the mall or wherever and bought yourself? All right, the first record I ever bought was the Slipknot self-titled on CD at FYE. <laughs> yes, dude. Yes, that's the first. That's the first CD I've ever bought, man. That's awesome. Ironically, hey man, no, non-ironically at all, dude. I, a Slipknot still kills, man. And last year at uh, Not Fest and Painting the Grass, they were incredible. What did you think of that new Slipknot? 
it, you know, it was what it was. I try, I try to be like, I'm, I'm like the one in the band who's like, ah, oh, you know, like it's not that bad, but like, you know, it's, I'm not saying it's bad and it's not, you know, it is what it is. There's a few good, like catchy choruses and stuff, but like, I, let's say this, like I went through it a few times, like the day or like the week it came out and like, I haven't revisited it. You know what I mean? But I love Slipknot. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to sound like, oh, like I'm an ass, you know, but. Would you say you're a maggot still? Oh yeah. For life. Yeah. Maggot for life. <laughs> <laughs> And Chad, what no about shame, you? dude? Yeah, well, Chad, what about you, bro? What was the first uh, piece of music that you purchased on your own? I think I can't remember. I think I got them all like in within a, a stretch of time. Sure. I think it was like there was some Pro Jam album that wasn't ten that came out when I was in like an elementary school that I was like super about. Phytology. I, think I bought. Uh, I think it was, dude. I yeah. think it was that. It was like where I didn't know anything. I just walked into a place. I was like, I like this. And I hey. just bought the record and had none of the songs that I knew, right? This rocks um, and or rolls. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, I think it was. Uh, and then another one was that. Uh, I think it was around the same time. Uh, that S&M uh, record that Metallica put out. Oh, yeah. With uh, the San Francisco dude, was, Orchestra. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, dude. I was like a, a mega band nerd back in the day. And what I found out that that was a thing, I was like all about that. I was like, dude, my two things that like I do every day in my life. You want to like, learn for whom the bell tolls on cello? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and probably like everybody else, I think I think Dookie was in there too. Like I think I bought that also. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so yeah. yeah, those those are probably the records that I bought or that I remember buying. That's awesome. Right on. Well, uh, you know, those are some good influences. And uh, what what was your first concert ever, guys? Uh, and let's start with you, Chad. This time, what was the first concert you you ever went to, whether it be kind of underground or or like a big stadium event? Yeah, the biggest. Yeah, the, I think the first concert I went to it was seventh grade. It was. Uh, it was in the Orange Bowl in Miami, which is like an outdoor, uh, like an outdoor football stadium. Yeah, it was uh, Metallica, Creed, uh, Kid Rock, and Seven Dust. Yes, it was, uh, dude, it was kill- like I think about that now. Like, dude, I wish I could go back and like see what those performances were like. But uh, yeah, that was definitely the first one for me. You you hooked uh, Xavier with the Seven Dust, right? Oh hell yeah, dude! I know you're I mean, a you big Seven know. Dust fan. Dude, I I loved that band growing up, and uh, I remember one of the first practices we had. Uh, David told me about the new Seven Dust record. And I was like, wait, they put out a new record, and I listened to it. I was like, dude, this band still kills it. Like, okay. they're fucking awesome, man. Like that, uh, you know. Along the same lines, I think I think their newer stuff is still much better uh, and still more relevant, kind of, to me than the new Slipknot stuff. Although Slipknot is just uh, same thing. They were saying I don't want to downplay them at all. Sure. They're super. Uh, they're the Still, but yeah, uh, yeah. Seven Dust was something where it was like I forgot about how good they were until Xavier was like, "Dude, you gotta get back on this." Oh, absolutely, yeah, man. Yeah. And uh, can I? T- I gotta tell you guys something that I've actually never said on air. So if anyone's listening now, this is the first time I've ever admitted this. Uh, I actually sang a. I didn't even sing. I lip synced a Seven Dust song for a talent show in seventh grade. Dude, I love that. Well, That's what's up, man? And I and I like uh, spiked my hair and wore my best jinkos, so it was dude. It's pretty new metal. <laughs> dude, dude, that is our band. Like yeah, what you're saying right band. now is like <laughs> that is our band, a hundred percent. Like that's like like that is what we're all like. That's how we were. Me and my drummer, uh, th- he's my cousin, and yeah. uh, we literally would just play Slipknot songs when we were in fifth and sixth grade. Like that's that's what we grew up on. So it's that's like, amazing. It's crazy to see like how everything's come back around. Everyone's. Everyone kind of feels the same way, I think. Like yeah. Everyone, and then 
and, and our sort of age age range is like the same kind of bands that we grew up in and you hear it in all these new bands that are coming out today it's like they can whether they admit it or not you know a lot of them are are, are open and willing and uh, about their influences back then but it's like I mean, vain dude, what we all you, grew up on i know vain listened yeah. to a lot of corn and slipknot come on now I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they admit it as much, or I haven't ha- haven't heard it. But yeah, if, if you if you listen to that Vane record and tell me that they didn't uh, listen to Iowa like on repeat as kids, like I I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> exactly. And Xavier, what about you, man? What was your first concert? Oh man, it's definitely not nearly as cool as Chad's, like at all. But uh, be honest, be honest. It, it, I'll be way honest. Okay, so it was like newfound glory. Yeah. A band called Rufio. Oh, I remember Rufio. They shred. Rufio. <laughs> I love Rufio. Uh, something corporate. Okay. And, I woke up uh, in a car. Yeah. There you go. Woke up in a car. Um, what the <laughs> hell was the other band? This was like something, dude, this was like a drive through tour. Oh, yeah. Like, I went to a drive through records tour on my 16th birthday with Static Lullaby and uh, Starting Line and, and Alistair. I used to love a Static Lullaby. That was a great band. I don't know what ever happened to that band. Yeah, hit them up on uh, MySpace. Find out. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to log in the other day. I couldn't, but oh it's my still God. there. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that was my first show. It was wasn't the coolest, but uh, you know, did it you, was fun for what it was. Did you pit? Mm, oh yeah, <laughs> for something corporate. Yeah, I was crowd surfing. I had, well, I mean, it was like Newfound Glory. I was doing a lot of crowd surfing. Come on, guys, don't make fun of me. <laughs> hey, you know what, dude? Honestly. I, I there was one time at a warp tour where we went straight on Hellfest hardcore dancing to Newfound Glory and got kicked out. So I got no shame. Oh, there you go. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I've seen people get kicked out for like moshing at starting line. Crowd killing. You know, it is <laughs> Yeah. Just being jabronis. All right, guys. So we are talking about some of your favorites and and whatnot, and and and, and going down memory road. So you guys met at a wrestling, or you guys uh, met back up at a wrestling show and talked about the band. What are your guys's like uh, your your Mount Rushmores of wrestling? And uh, yeah, we can start with you, Xavier. Oof, the pressure's on. Okay, so like just the Mount Rushmore of like my lifetime, just, of like, all time. Like, yep, all time, dude. All time? Favorites. Okay. So Kenny Omega is okay. just my life. Absolutely. Um, CM Punk. Yeah, dude. Straight Edge Superstar. No, the Straight Edge Superstar. Uh, I don't want to say Jeff Hardy, but I do want to say Jeff Hardy just because that's just my, my guy when I was growing up. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you have similar like fashion, you know? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of in the same boat. Kind of new metal. I think I think Jeff Hardy was like the, the new metal guy for wrestling you know i oh. really you know if you want to want to get technical he was a new metal heartthrob yeah and you know in 2000 who else was doing that nobody um can you get level to open for his band dude i would play with jeff hardy's band in a heartbeat what i should the, tweet him peroxazin I mean, or something Perox, per, i think it's peroxygen yeah peroxygen. Peroxygen? i love i love jeff hardy i love his stuff i'm not i am no hater okay okay um, <laughs> and then number four on the Mount Rushmore, who is it? I want to pick somebody old school that really, really just changed my life. Uh, Sting. He's a man Sting. called Sting. Nice, dude. What's your favorite era of Sting? Are you a black and white, uh, like crow face paint or like old school? Uh, I'm a crow guy. I'm, nice. I'm definitely the black and white stinger. No, yep. no talking baseball bat. Uh, I, you know, I was I was a sucker for the Wolfpack thing, but like I was coming up in that age. But now looking back on it, everybody like hates the Wolfpack and that whole vibe. But black and white thing for sure. That was my guy. 
And Chad, what about you, man? What are your top four, your, uh, your Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling? So, uh, yeah, I mean, these are always real hard to do. I, I you know, I, I think like they grew up watching and then I kind of stopped and got back into it. Yeah. You know, probably around like late 2000, something like that. And then like full blown went into it like, like crazy. But uh, full marked them. Yeah. <clears throat> a, a lot of my favorite guys, I think, like, uh, you know, I don't really have that super nostalgic feel. So a lot of the guys that I'm super about are still kind of around today. I think Jericho's on that 100%. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. Because like, lifespan he's just ridiculous a bit uh, of the one dude that yeah exactly uh minoru suzuki he's oh, just incredible. like like he's unreal like the stuff he still does now um probably kenny as well just because mm-hmm. like like most memorable memorable matches i've seen over the last five years he's he's always been in them uh number four i don't know mount rushmore that's that's i don't know can I stick to three? I think I think I'm happy with my three. I'll stick with that. Yep, you can stick to three because Minoru Suzuki killed the fourth guy. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, he counts Bingo. two. He counts I, two for sure. He's yeah. the goat. He definitely does. Right on, guys. Well, uh, I got a couple more questions here for you, and uh, so leveled, uh, you guys. For me, it 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 sounds like an extremely heavy metalcore, but like it. The only band that I could think of when I was listening to you guys is Blood Has Been Shed. What uh, What are some of your influences as far as like stuff you were kind of like vibing on uh, and, and wanted to kind of, you know, maybe not, you know, obviously rip off, but kind of like, uh, you know, kind of influence you guys? Uh, I think when we, I mean, when we, when I started writing, you know, it's, it's basically, I hadn't written in a long time mm-hmm. solo by myself. I didn't, I wasn't trying to write to anything. I just kind of write what came out, yeah. uh, which is kind of the same influences that I've always had. So uh, it, you know, the closest thing I kind of thought about that it kind of sounded like was I was just taking some crowbar type riffs, yeah. you know, Slipknot stuff, uh, you know, late nineties, turmoil, buried alive stuff. Like that's, that's always like bread and butter for me. Like awesome. I don't care how old I'll get. That's the stuff that I'll always rock on. And, uh, when I'm writing, that's just kind of what it falls into. Um, and then, you know, as like when Jared and I started writing together and adding more like of the electronic stuff, which we're leaning into more mm-hmm. as we start writing now, um, that's where kind of like his influences came in. So I'd say that's what it was. It was really just more about a, a kind of sound we were going for. I've always been about that like late 90s Steve Evitts, uh, recording sound that like he did every record from like the early nineties to the mid two thousands that victory put out. Yeah. Um, and that, that sort of really aggressive, uh, sound that, that, you know, sounds supernatural. Uh, it's really metallic even. So it's a straight up hardcore band recorded with him. It just sounded like a metal record. And that was what I always gravitated to when I was younger. So, uh, that, that's definitely what we were trying to go for. Right on, man. Well, uh, the EP is available now. It's called No One Can Save Us. Is that correct? No One to Save You. No One Can Save You. And uh, you, you mentioned about recording so you or uh, about uh, about writing now. So you are you guys uh, gearing up to record anything new in, in 2020 or what's the plan? Yeah, we've been, uh, you know, just catching riffs, going back and forth, Jared and I passing stuff around. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think, I think just the way the music works in 2020, it's like, putting out a full length unless you've got a big backing behind it or you're an established band uh, doesn't really work for new bands in my opinion so you know we're, we're just taking the approach is that we're just going to write and you know we record everything ourselves as well so that's awesome um, you know when we got stuff out if it's a song or two or if it's another you know short compilation like we did in this last one just kind of whatever comes i don't think we want to put ourselves 
force ourselves to write any length of songs or anything like that. So, yeah, we're definitely still working. I mean, that's I think that's the reason we're really doing this band is just just to write and really get this stuff out and hope people dig it. So. If you're tuning in right now, we're talking to uh, Xavier and Chad from a band called Leveled from South Florida. These guys are uh, working hard and, and, and hustling, and, and they have an awesome EP out available now. Uh, before I let you guys go, uh, do you guys have any words of advice for youngsters that might be, you know, starting their first band, picking up an instrument, or uh, you know, kind of wanting to to start playing some metal? Any words of advice? Uh, I would say, can do it, man. Just uh, you know, I mean, that's probably not the best advice, but. I would just say and drop out of school, put out records, go on tour, buy a van and figure everything out later. If that's what you want to do and you know, it'll either make you or break you because it's not for everyone. And, uh, yeah, if if you're real about it, then you can do it because there's nothing to it, but to do it. That's my advice. You heard him. He said, drop out of school. I did. Sorry. But then (laughs) again, you could be like my age and like going back to college, you know, you know, it's, I got to do cool shit forever so it's you know it's it's pick your poison but yeah i would say just do it if you're gonna do it right on so what's 2020 look like for the band do you guys have any uh any goals for the next year or so Mm, yeah uh we definitely want to you know chad said you know like he said we're definitely writing we're definitely working on more stuff um we'll do some shows we'll do some light touring uh, no promises, but, you know, we're open to everything. We're open to offers, and, you know, it's 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 cool because we're on our, our dime and our time. So yeah. we're, re- we're really being strategic about it. But, um, yeah, we'll definitely be putting some stuff out. And like Chad said, it's, you know, not going to be a million full links. And I think that can kind of correlate with how we were discussing touring. Like, bands aren't touring forever and putting out a million full links. You know, they're doing singles, they're dropping EPs. Um, I think splits are so cool. I'd like to do a split at some point in time. Um, but, yeah. Hell yeah, man. Any final words for the Northwest audience before we play one of your songs? Um, love you, Seattle. Seattle's cool. Miss you, whoever is out there. Charlie's still there. I love Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Um, what's up, Charlie? Right on. Well, uh, we're going to play a song here by Leveled. What song should we go into? What are we doing, Chad? Smoke? Into Dust? Yeah, go into Dust. Smoke and dust. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Smoke dust. (laughs) We're not that kind of band, dude. (laughs) This is Into Dust by Leveled uh, here on Metal Shop. Thanks a lot for talking, and uh, let's rock out, guys. Thanks, man. Trying not to hurt.
Pass has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.